your highs, your lows, your loves, your losses. This is your Soul Care Companion Podcast, hosted by Marcus and Marion. Your Soul Care Companion Podcast, the place where faith, passion, and determination create the greatest stories ever told. Hey everybody, I'm here with LaCara Foster. This is Nadia Rochelle, your soul care companion. And uh, we're here to talk with LaCara Foster about the gift. And we're gonna let her unwrap it and unpack it and present it to us. So LaCara, talk to us a little bit first about who is LaCara Foster? I'm still trying to figure it out. (laughs) Well, that is a good question. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that. You know, I, I I think the way I do view myself is it is an ordinary person with extraordinary an extraordinary gift, if mm-hmm. you will, that I don't take lightly mm-hmm. uh, at all. I'm a student. I'm a great friend. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm an aunt, and and I love being all of those roles. I think, uh, and I, I do a lot of different things in Atlanta. I'm the host of the Brown Sugar Vibe. I'm an active member of my church, and I think prior to now, all of those things were very compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you knew LaCar at the Brown Sugar Vibe, you probably didn't know I attend the Vision Church. The Vision Church didn't know I do psychic readings, like all of these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last year, like uh, it was like, God was like, nope, everything has to come together. And so this year has been a merging of LaCar and me really figuring out what that looks like and who I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So why don't you go ahead and you kind of like gave us a little teaser like <laughs> when you threw this psychic thing in there. So why don't you tell us a little bit about like about the gift itself and like how you came to know and understand that you had this gift. So honestly, and I'm, I'm glad you're referring to it as a gift because that's what I refer to it as. I don't necessarily refer to it as a psychic or medium because I think it, it, that those terms in and of themselves encompass so much. Like you could literally break that term down into intuitiveness, into clairsentience, clairaudience, like all of these different Mm -hmm. things, which I have some of everything. Mm -hmm. So I just say it's a gift. And I I believe it's just the the gift to be able to speak to and understand the language of energy, Mm -hmm. because all we are are energy. We're energy when we enter these bodies, while we're in these bodies and when we live. So I often tell people we don't die. There's no such thing as dead Mm -hmm. uh, because energy can't be created or destroyed. We just let these physical shells go. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to communicate with that energy even when it's outside of the physical shell. So for our listening audience, what Lakara is speaking about is her ability to speak with loved ones who have transitioned. And she does that as a means of helping other people to get closure and to move forward with their lives. So Lakara, can you tell us, like, when did you first come to know that you had this gift? I was really young, actually. Uh, And honestly, I think as a kid, I really just thought it was something that everybody you know, could do or had or saw or heard. So I didn't really make a big deal of it. I didn't really think too much of it. But I remember being like nine when I think I saw like my first Mm. physical apparition, if you will. Mm -hmm. But I said, God, I don't want to see that. Like mm-hmm. I, that was a lot, but since then, like it, the the gift, it just gets stronger and it gets stronger. I think, and it's interesting when I was about maybe twenty or so, my mom because it runs in my family. Mm-hmm. So my mom's aunt had a gift, and even as a kid, it was like we would go to the country and we would visit, 
and people would kind of be in and out of the room. And as a kid, I was very intuitive, so I kind of knew something was going on, Mm -hmm. that these people who were kind of strangers to us would, would be coming to see her. And I think I was in college, and my mom was like, you know, everybody thinks that you're going to have the gift next. And I was like, okay. And she's like, but you know your aunt, you know, she didn't smoke, she didn't drink, she didn't go to the club. And I was like, y'all can keep that gift. Just <laughs> <laughs> listen, okay. <laughs> I don't want that kind of gift. I don't want no clean gift. <laughs> that is not what I asked for, right? And so even like with my mama, it's really funny because she told me that I would have it. Mm-hmm. And so I remember the first time, like I was at home, I was in New Orleans and I was excusing myself to say, you know, I have to go and do a reading. And she's like, what do you mean you got to do a reading? And I had been doing readings for like 10 years at this point. Yeah, how old were you at this point? I was probably like 31, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and she's like, what do you mean you got to go and do a reading? I said, I do a reading, like spiritual reading. Like I help people connect with their loved ones who have passed. And she's like, when you started doing that, right? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, like 10 years ago. like. Mm. And so she's like, so give me a reading, right? Give me a reading. And I was like, okay. like, And so... The medium part allows me to be able to speak to energy of loved ones who have passed. The psychic part allows me to see things that have happened or will happen or mm-hmm. have happened or are happening. So like metacognition, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I was still you better pull out your big words. <laughs> I'm here for that. Yo, metacognition. She hit us with a, what was the earlier, a little apparition. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm with you. So I tell her, so I get my, my pad out and everything in my pen. And I, and I said, who is Carolyn? And she goes, well, your dad's sister name is Carolyn. I said, I know that. I was like, this is not, I was like, it's a white woman named Carolyn mm. that's coming through. And I said, well, maybe you haven't met her yet. And she goes, oh, no, you don't have to get it. Mm. You don't have it. Your auntie had it, but you don't have it. No. And I was like, okay, lady. <laughs> that's fine. Right. And so, like, two days later, I was at home. I was back in Atlanta. And she calls me, and I'm in the shower. And she's like, and, and she's just blowing up my phone. And I'm like, I get out of the shower, and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like. Your dad called, and they were in the middle of buying buying a new home, and she said, and he told her, he said, I need to give you this information. The bank called and said, we have a new loan officer. The old loan officer quit. The new loan officer is, is, uh, her name is Carolyn. Boom. (laughs) So she's like, what'd you say her name is? So he's like, her name is. Carolyn. So she's like, what'd you say when it's it's Carolyn? He's like getting agitated with her. So from then, it's like, she's like, okay, okay, you might have a little something, right? So she validated, like, you legit now. Right. (laughs) Now we believe you. So have you ever given one of your parents um, a reading? I've given my mom a reading. I've given my mom a reading. My dad, my dad actually sees things as well. Mm -hmm. But I, and it's so funny because he told me this. Probably maybe less than a year ago mm-hmm. that he sees things as well, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, "Oh, that's nice to know," yeah. you know. And, and so, um, and so it's so funny because his brother called my uncle Willie called the other day when he saw the episode of the gift, and he's like, "You know, your daddy got the same gift, right?" And I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, he just told me like last year, you know, that would have been nice to be able to have somebody to kind of." you know talk to and everything about it so i've never had to give him a reading but he tells me things like mm-hmm. yeah he he's told me a couple of things that i'll be like it's mind-blowing mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm glad you mentioned that because i remember you saying that recently when you manifested this opportunity to be a part of the film festival yeah that your dad when you guys had walked into the venue he said i see you receiving an award but you didn't even know that there was a competition to receive an award no so i want us to get into the actual web series, The Gift, but talk to us about how you got to be a part of the film festival.
accessible and then maybe that could walk us up to the actual right. web series well I literally I just was asked there's a young man named Courtney who attends our church who's over the um, creative team uh, with our bishop and um, he, he came over one day we were doing some work together and he came over and I actually ended up giving him a reading because like sometimes things are on people I see things like near people and like the first time I'll, I'll try to let it go and pretend I'm not seeing it and the second time he came over I was like okay listen this is what's happening and so he was like oh like this is so good like you you know we have this film festival coming up and our church is very much a part of the Pure Heat Community Festival and that's a you know the film festival is a part of that and it's the LGBT it's the black LGBT film festival so he's like, oh, you just, you know, let us enter it in and everything. I was like, yeah, all right. Like, I'd never, you know, this is like my first time doing this type of stuff. So I was like, okay. So he entered it in and I was like, okay, we'll go. And this is what I'm thinking. We'll go and see my film screen and then we'll leave. But apparently film festivals don't work like that. Mm. So we get there and they're screening like a bunch of films, which they're, which they're really good. But when we get there, I'm talking to my dad and I was so, I was so excited about this little yellow jumper I had I was feeling really good about myself because mm-hmm. it fit really cute and everything it had pockets on it right so I just kind of wanted to walk around the place so everybody could see my hands in my pocket and stuff right so, <laughs> so I, I go back and I sit down and my dad is like hey when you were walking around and he's like I saw you walking up there to get in I saw you like walking to get an award and I was like oh well that's interesting right because I didn't know anything about the award and so it turns out our film actually won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were like, yeah, we're going to go to intermission and we come back, we're going to announce the awards and everything and and we won. And I was like, wow. So yeah, when my dad says stuff, I'd be like, okay, like, yes, it's happening. And your first film festival and you won. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank so, you. Thank you. There are a couple of things that are pressing that I really want to ask you and okay. I'm trying to decide where I want to place it. But I think before you talk to us about the actual web series, you talked to us earlier about the fact that you are a member of the Vision Church. Mm-hmm. And you also talked to us about the fact that you have this amazing gift okay. of being a psychic medium. Yeah. How do you navigate the both? And what does that look like? And what could you tell the listeners who might be a part of their religious affiliations but they have this ethereal gift right and how they can like merge and marry the two and it and it be okay right yeah. that's so good well i decided that i didn't want to have to choose mm-hmm. between jesus and my gift and i don't feel like i needed to have to choose and so one of my mentors dr black like he is amazing at like really breaking things down so i'm working on my my doctorate of ministry Mm -hmm. and he is uh, one of the people that was in my focus group Mm -hmm. and so again when i told you that god was like no we're going to merge all of this so i got to go back just a little bit Uh, when i was trying to decide my topic for my doctorate you know they said to us it better be something that you are passionate about because you're about to spend a lot of time and research and you know effort and everything so you better be you know and i was thinking like this is the one thing that I love, you know, I, I, I love, like, I feel like your gift is the thing that you do effortlessly, you know, mm-hmm. and that you could make money doing effortlessly and, and help the world and heal the world effortlessly. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that singing was my thing. My friends uh-oh, don't uh-oh. think, yeah, they, they, they're not in agreement. Wait a minute. God ain't in there. That sounds like a whole lie. <laughs> I wanted it to be, but nevertheless. Listen, I want you to walk worthy in the vocation wherewith you are called. There it is. Woman there it of is. God. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I'll do that. 
And so I was trying to figure out, so we went back in January for our intensive, and this is where we get together with our cohort. And you're presenting to your cohort what you're doing your project on, and then they kind of help you flush it out, you know? And so I knew that it was going to be, I was just like, this is about to be interesting because it's a doctorate of ministry mm. and, you know, everyone's a pastor, everyone leads a church, everyone has a church, it's AME, it's Baptist, it's CME, it's this all kind of stuff, you mm -hmm. know? And I get up like, okay, so check this out, y'all. I'm doing mine on my, you know, the gift of being a psychic medium. So what we doing, right? Mm -hmm. But they were really like really receptive and they were asking me about it. And so one of the guys actually gave me my, because it has to be founded in the scripture. And so the scripture that he gave me was James 1.17, every good and perfect gift is from God. You know, it's from above. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, oh, that was perfect, mm -hmm. you know. And so we, and at, when I was done giving my presentation, like a couple of my, you know, classmates came up to me like, you know, I got a gift too, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm, but I can't say that I have this gift in my church or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I just didn't really feel like I, I wanted to have to make a decision about it. And so what was so awesome about Dr. Black being on my, in my focus group was that he really took it back to Africa mm -hmm. you know and he took it back mm -hmm. to this is who we are this is who we were you know we were seers and we were prophets and one thing that he said that was so powerful in in the class that he had to teach for me like literally the first thing he said was that he said your spiritual mm -hmm. gifts don't belong to the church mm -hmm. and I just thought that was so powerful mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was like no your spiritual gifts belong to God but mm -hmm. they don't belong to the church mm -hmm. you know and so and he kept, he keeps like emphasizing that like you don't have to choose because this gift doesn't belong to the church. Just walk in your gift, you know. And so I think for people who are listening, it's really to understand that it's as people of color, as, you know, African people, that we possess these gifts long before we got here. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, we were not allowed to use them really because of how powerful they are, mm -hmm. you know. And so... Then it turned into, because because we still were using them, right? Because we were very creative people. So then we hid them in Catholicism, you know, and we hid them, you know, in other places where we were still using them. But then, you know, they wanted to call it black magic. They wanted to call it, you know, Wiccan. They wanted to call it all of these things. And voodoo, it's like, voodoo. right. Mm -hmm. But it, it is what we practice and it is what we knew. And it's why so many, I feel like so many people are reconnecting to our spirit selves, mm -hmm. not the religiosity part exactly. of it, you know, but the spirit self. Mm -hmm. And so people who are listening just, you know, just do some soul searching. Like again, it doesn't belong to the church. And so my my research that I'm that I'm doing is every good and perfect gift is from above, making a case for the inclusion of the gift of psychic mediumship among the spiritual gifts of the modern church. Mm. So we're looking at could this gift be used in the modern church? Do you see it as being that incredibly different though from from the prophetic and other gifts that are like of intuitiveness that are used in like church settings do you see that it's a whole lot different it's not i don't believe it's different at all i think it's, it's really a matter of semantics but what was important to me and that's why i personally don't call it myself anything mm -hmm. but there are people who call themselves psychic and medium and astrologer and you know tarot readers who don't feel comfortable in christian church because this is what they call themselves mm -hmm. and so it's like it, it, like our one of the mission uh, statements of our church is it, it's for the whosoever's mm -hmm. right well the whosoever is the psychic medium mm -hmm. the whosoever is the astrologer mm -hmm. so if we're saying the whosoever can't just be affirming people you know for the gays or for the blacks or whatever like if we're saying it's for everybody is it really for everybody mm -hmm. so this is what the research is looking at you're listening to your soul care companion podcast with marcus and marion 
Join the conversation and follow right now at your Soul Care Community on Instagram and on Facebook for updates on upcoming events and a regular dose of wisdom, insight, and companion connections. You sound like you would be a perfect fit for your soul care community because that's exactly <laughs> what we're all about. It's all about inclusion yeah. and not ostracizing or excluding anyone based on any type of social construct of right. any sort. And, you know, I know that you're much like myself. I found that, you know, I'm not really into labels right. because, you know, that's how people decide how they want to treat or mistreat you. Right. You know, but I do know that from my conversations with you that you do stand as an ambassador for quite a few different communities, should I say. Right. And so, I mean, I think it's an amazing feat that you're after in terms of merging your your spiritual gift into church community and you represent portions of the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. And I think that what I am finding with you is that you have in some way adopted that Marion Williamson's Williamson um, type of, of aspect, which is that when you turn your light on, you unconsciously give other people permission yeah. to do the same. Yeah. And so we are so proud of you <laughs> as a people. Yeah, let me just say, Aww. you know, absolutely. So I want to I want to get into your web series and and talk to me about how you even decided that you were going to do that because we've seen a few other I don't mean no harm but we've seen some Caucasians right. doing medium shows right. and I think that you have something that is incredibly special because you're an African American woman who is a psychic medium and now it, the world knows right and you have a platform and an opportunity for this to be worldwide yeah and so how did you come about um, the idea to do the web series and what is what direction are you hoping that it will go that's really good I don't you know it's so funny because I don't feel like any of this was my idea right mm-hmm. because I don't feel like Lakara would not have done any of this, mm. right? But I feel like God and the God in me was really kind of pushing me in this direction. So I looked at last year when I talked about, you know, this whole thing coming together. And then we had a pastor, Keith McQueen came and he preached one Sunday and he talked about integrity. And he talked about integrity was about being whole and integral and like not like, you know, compartmentalized, but bringing it all together. And so it was like, okay, so I got that piece. And then I knew I was like, okay, what are we, I wasn't necessarily, I was writing a book is what I was doing. Mm. And this, and this is really kind of how it kind of like kind of the spark lit, but I wasn't buying it. Right. If this makes sense. So mm-hmm. the story is that I was doing this, I was meeting with my team. We're literally like sitting around the table and I was talking about the book and I was telling each of my friends, like who are on my team, what I needed to do from that for you know for me, my publicist, my uh, my social media person, and these are my friends who like do have real jobs and stuff. But I'm like, you guys are doing this for me, because <laughs> <laughs> that's how you build the team, right? right. So, Bring your uh, gifts to the table, <laughs> <Okay>. right? <laughs> Absolutely. And so, and we literally were in the middle of like this, and. I started smelling smoke, right? And mm. I cannot smell in my waking life. And so when I smell something, it is because spirit is making me smell something. Mm. So yeah, this house could be on fire right now and I probably would not know. Right? How come? I, I lost my sense of smell at 27. What? I know. Okay. So we're sitting there and I'm smelling this cigar smoke and David is sitting next to me and I am like, I said, is your grandfather passed? And he's looking at me. He's like, yeah. And I was like, did he smoke cigars? And he's like, yeah. I was like, did he drive the brown car? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, he's here. 
And so, anyway, getting, getting back to the meeting, and he is like, what the hell just happened? Right? And he's, he's crying, right? And I realized in that moment that he literally was like the only person at the table that did not know oh. that I was that I did this. Oh. So, he it just completely caught him off guard. Like, he said, and I'm like, oh, I am so sorry. Like, oh. I was just like, so, just apologizing and everything. And so then he was like, why are we talking about this book? Like, this is the thing that needs to be on top. We need to put, and I was like, oh, no. Like, no, we're not doing that at all. Because I've like literally been practicing for 20 years. And I told, if you knew that this is what I did, you only knew because someone referred you to me. Mm-hmm. And I have clients like all over the world, like, you know, Afghanistan and Kuwait, Alaska, Hawaii, like you name it, like people call from all over the world. And is there a reason why, why no one knew? Like, why was it not something that you were very like expressive about? You know, in hindsight, even as you ask this question in this moment, I believe that it wasn't supposed, it wasn't time. Okay. Right? I just don't believe it. And I believe that last year, all of the prophecies started coming back, mm-hmm. right? Like, like prophetic things that people had said to me. It was like, oh my gosh, like I remember when Elder Marcus said this, and I remember when somebody mm-hmm. said this, and everything was leading up to this show to like my friend, Dr. Meredith, he, uh, he called and he was like, God wants you to do this on, and you need to do this on television. I was like, Mm. So it's like, like literally, like I felt like the, the prophet started like ganging up on me, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, so I called up my friend and I said, listen, this is what God told me I have to do. I'm not excited about it, but it's like, <laughs> let's make it happen. So we started just recording it and I kind of had like literally like the format for it, what it was going to look like. And we just started putting it together and we have the gift now. It is amazing. It really is amazing. If you are listening in, you don't know about LaCara Foster and you've not heard about her web series, The Gift, trust me and believe me, it's going to be your new favorite web series and you should go and check it out and go to her YouTube page and just search for LaCara Foster and you'll see The Gift and you got to watch every episode and catch up because it's, it airs every Sunday. A new episode will air usually around nine-ish. Nine-ish. <laughs> so I love Foster. Online platform. <laughs> you can put that ish in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll air right around nine-ish and it is such a treat and that's really how she was able to come and be here with us today because as a uh, you know all of the companions we watched it and we were all in awe at the gift that we were witnessing and that brings me to this when you're in a setting like this Mm -hmm. like how are you able to stay focused like are are the spirits like speaking to you or wanting to come through or are like is your channel always open? Like, how does this happen? Like, is somebody talking to you right now? <laughs> you know, it, I tell people it's like a television being on. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a television that's on all day, right? But if you're, like, focused on it, then you see what's going on. You're watching it, you know. But if you're just walking around the house, like, you know, you know it's on. Mm-hmm. But you're not necessarily tuned in. So I'm not always tuned in or tapped in. But it's always on. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's pressing, like, spirit will be like, mm-mm. Mm, turn around right here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's not always like that mm-hmm. but when it is then I do I, I heed the call because mm-hmm. one time I did not and it did not go well oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it did not go well but so yeah so that's where we are with the show mm-hmm. and I see you know because it's not I it's not my show mm-hmm. it is not something that I believe that LaCara wanted to do mm-hmm. but I do believe like God was saying no this is this is what we have to do because this is uh, it's about healing it's about closure it's about giving people confirmation because one thing that i know uh, about death and i and i've kind of always looked at death very 
different, right? Mm -hmm. As a kid, like my mother would tell you, and I just like it literally just dawned on me like a couple months ago that I, I knew that I always did this, but I think I just figured out why. Like as a kid, like I would always read like, you know, because we had newspapers. Some of these people might listen, they might not know what the newspaper Child, is, right? Like to me. <laughs> we had newspapers, right? We had, and so we would get the news I would get the newspaper and I learned to read when I was like two, right? Mm. And every day I would read the comics and the obituaries. Right. I don't know why. I was like fascinated with like the obituaries as a kid. Now I get it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but before, like, I didn't. But it would, religiously, like, that is what I would, I, I would read. I don't know. It's just kind of weird, I guess. Yeah. So I, I feel like it is again. It's about healing. It's about bringing closure. I look at death very differently from most people, obviously, because I know that it's not over. Mm-hmm. You know that once we leave these physical bodies, it's not over. Um, hmm. The our loved ones are still with us, and I tell people like. You don't need a medium. Mm-hmm. You don't need a psychic. Like, if you're paying attention, like, our loved ones are always communicating mm-hmm. with us through the songs and through the animals. And through, and I always tell people, like, you know, however you, like, you could see God in everything if you look for God in everything. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about our loved ones and the messages that they are trying to give us. One thing I thought was so awesome, and I think God is, like, amazing in the way that God works. Even in, like, I feel like it was such a setup, even in the movie The Black Panther, right? Mm-hmm. And it being such a huge success. Mm-hmm. this year was that it was all of these African people or, or, or people in America from Africa able to see how we were mm-hmm. and what we did and how we would connect to the ancestors and how that was very important to our development, to mm-hmm. our growth, to our knowledge. It was family. It was nothing spooky about it. It was nothing weird about it. It was, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. So that to me, I was like, God, I see you. I see what you're doing. Like, so now it's like, like, honestly, been this is the fourth episode mm-hmm. and like it's nobody has said anything mm. you know what I mean like nobody has said like well girl I thought you was a Christian I, I am a Christian but you know what I mean mm-hmm. like um in the way in in the the the, the way that I, I want to follow Christ mm-hmm. you know what I mean I want to walk in the ways of Christ because mm-hmm. I mean Christ walked on water and Christ you know Christ showed himself like if, if you die and then you show yourself what is that? <laughs> right? Somebody saw you. Right? right? Meaning that they had to have this gift too. In order to document it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, what... Do you? So, right now it's a web series. Where do you envision it will be? I envision that it's going to be on the own network. Come on! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That is, that, is, that is what I envision. I just wanted to hear you say it yes. out loud. <laughs> I believe that it is a great show. Mm-hmm. I believe that it does bring the healing um, that it's supposed to bring. Mm-hmm. It answers the questions that people have. I think it, 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 the closure that it brings, like it to me, and it's so funny. Like I literally, because we film it, and and I'm there, and but when I go back and watch it, like I'm crying along with my friends, like I'm, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, we yesterday, all of us was like, we haven't seen episode four. It kind of gets a little controversial, like what spirit is coming to say. And I'm just, I literally had this moment where I was like, do you think I should edit this part out? And my friend is like, no, No, girl, you got to keep all of that. That's what spirit said. Like it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And so the journey has just been like amazing. And I I know that it's going to be like even more incredible because that's the work I'm called to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any advice about how people who have similar gifts can begin to develop and mature and hone their gift? Because, you know, you've been doing this for quite some time and you've had like, you know, lots of experience, obviously, but you know, if it's someone who's just kind of 
coming into an acknowledgement or a realization that, okay, this is, I'm not crazy. This is mm. what I've been experiencing all this time. Right. You know, how do they continue to open up their awareness to that and develop it? I say study. Mm-hmm. I say it's like anything else. If you play the piano, you got to practice. Mm-hmm. If you, you know what I mean? If you play basketball, if you're a writer, like you have to practice. And so like, it's not necessarily that I'm practicing reading all day, but I do get a lot of quiet time. Mm-hmm. Like my, my quiet time is so important to me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when I'm out and about, it can be overwhelming sometimes, you mm-hmm. know. But I have, like, a very protective circle mm-hmm. of, of, of friends who understand and know what I need. Sometimes, even when I don't know I need it, mm-hmm. they'll be like, nah, we ain't going out tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. everybody's chilling. Everybody's going to come to the house and chill with you tonight, right. you know. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's been a journey, but it's a good one. Okay. One of the things I wanted to ask you was... As a teenager or as you were growing up, did you find that you would be inclined to give, I guess, readings to your like classmates or teachers or did you sense anything or did you have those interactions in your school settings or... Honestly, not really. I just I just saw things, and and I think that then my psychic gift was probably more heightened than the medium gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would know like things that were gonna happen, or I would see things, or I would feel things that were gonna happen. It it was just really weird. Like things would what I would see it in my like one day I was driving, and I, a friend of mine we were headed up to we actually headed I was living in Tallahassee, and we were headed to um, the the cabins in Helen, Georgia, and we were driving, and she was asleep. And I saw this vision of a deer running across the car, mm. like running in front of the car. And a voice said, hit the deer, Whoa. right? And 30 minutes later, the deer runs in front of the car. And it's like, I literally just like, I just hit the deer, right? Mm. So it bounced off the car and then it like went, and, you know, hit this other car, hit it, whatever. But it was like a two lane highway. Mm-hmm. So if I had swerved the car to the right, we'd have went into this, 18 wheeler that was coming if it swerved to the left we'd went off this Mm. cliff you know this mountain or whatever so it was like things like that would happen Mm -hmm. like all the time like i would hear spirits say do this or don't go there or don't you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i'm taking you on all my road trips (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so that would happen as a as a kid like those things would happen and and then i would see things and i would see things like or, or visions around people but I didn't really know what to make of it until I was like in my in my twenties, you know. And then I was like, oh, like this is what this is. Because a friend of mine came over. She's really devastated about the loss of her aunt. I think her aunt had been gone for like a year, but they were really really close. And the aunt had practically raised her. And she was, and I'm like looking like, but she's here, mm. you know. And so I start just, I'm like, did you all bury her in a red dress? And she's like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, all right. So we're talking about, and I, and so I started giving them messages. You know that she was saying like this is what she wants to know she's still here she's still watching you all this is what happened and just kind of putting the pieces together and it was like it just brought peace to her mm-hmm. and that was probably like the first time that I really started doing readings mm-hmm. okay with this friend this yeah friend. let me tell you how legit Lakari is right I, I, I was having a conversation one day and I said tell me something about myself that that I that you don't know or that I haven't told you and she went straight for it. I couldn't believe it. Like <laughs> she went straight for my childhood 
told me about a, a bike accident that I had and that I got hurt. And y'all, when I tell you I had that thing in like the recesses of my mind, <laughs> like I didn't even remember that it had happened and I got hurt really bad. Like I had a upside down Africa bruise on my head for a long time. But I mean, like it's the real deal. And that happened like on a whim. But in this moment right now, like what is spirit saying? Like what, <laughs> what is spirit saying right now? Honestly, and, I, and if I if I can be transparent, like I'm not I'm not tuned in. I, I would I probably have to take my notebook out and really kind of just get tuned in. You like, <laughs> you need a notebook? <laughs> we have notebooks. We have notebooks. <laughs> I, have, I actually have my notebook. So you want me to do a reading? Is what you're asking? Hey, why not? You're listening to your Soul Care Companion podcast with Marcus and Marion. Join the conversation and follow right now at your Soul Care Community on Instagram, and on Facebook for updates on upcoming events and a regular dose of wisdom, insight, and companion connections. I I am feeling like a grandmother energy coming through, though. Did somebody lose their grandmother that was really close to their grandmother? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I got chills. Was she, like, a part of raising you? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She's been here the whole time. Mm-hmm. She's been here the whole time. Um, and it's okay if you want to record it. I don't mind. It's up to you guys. Hmm. Did she cook? Mm-hmm. That was like her thing for you all? Mm-hmm. She taught you how to make something like very... Like, it, like I feel like... So this is so funny, right? Because I'm feeling like, um, like the other maybe grandkids or something are not supposed to know that you were her favorite. But like, <laughs> um, it's okay. Um, like she's like confirmed like she can say it now okay it's okay that you that you are her favorite because I feel like you're the person the one that spent time with her mm-hmm. this is her oh wow, wow. oh gosh oh well you can so then you understand why that energy has been here the whole time mm-hmm wow mm-hmm like she taught me how to make super jet pie. I was gonna say it was like a dessert of some sort. Awesome. And it's like she but she didn't tell anybody else the recipe or something? Yeah. And she's like, and don't you tell nobody else either. <laughs> Until you have a kid or something, you are not allowed to tell nobody else Ooh. that recipe. So I never told good. Okay, because I feel like it's something special that she does that don't nobody else do that she passed along to you that oh, does it like draw envy from the others? <laughs> yeah. mm. And it's okay. It's okay. And so, and again, this is kind of just really confirming that, and, and her wanting you to know one that she thanks you for all that you that you did. It's, it's I, I got happy some people about getting hot in my house earlier. Like, stop getting hot in my house. <laughs> did she? Did she have diabetes? Okay, like she's bringing up that like you really took good care of her. Like, just like went above and beyond. Like, oh, like oh my gosh. Like, I'm I'm trying to find the best way to describe it. Like you were an angel, like you were heaven sent for her. And she really wanted to come through to say thank you. It, it, and I knew that it's almost like you're saying she never had to say thank you. Yeah, but she wants to say thank you. And that is like why she's coming through today to, to literally say thank you. And she confirmed for us by saying there was something very special that she taught you that belonged. It was just really between you and her. And she knows that you miss her. Mm-hmm. She knows, and she knows when you cry, and when you cry, like she's always there. 
She's absolutely always there. So those of you that are listening, uh, our other Soul Care companions have been here. Um, Marcus and Mary have been here the entire time listening while I conducted the interview with Lakara. And right now, like, we were wrapping up, but Lakara brought through Marion's grandmother. So that's what you are experiencing right now. So, yeah. Did you, did you ask her, did you want her to come through? Always want Yeah. Yeah. This is no accident. I talk about it every day. Mm-hmm. And she passed away in 1999. Wow. Every day. Wow. Wow. And this picture of her that I just showed you is one that I found when I went home um, <clears throat> more recently. Mm -hmm. Did she have issues with the legs? Mm -hmm. Poor circulation. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and why I ask that, because what spirit shows me is that um, when they are dancing, that they don't have those issues anymore. Mm. Yeah. And so what they show me is that they're dancing. And so that's my symbol for they had some issues with the legs here that they don't have them anymore. And they want they want their loved ones to know that they're not in pain anymore. They're not suffering anymore. And so, you know, I don't believe in I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe in happenstance. I believe that I was supposed to be here today. Like whenever wherever spirit puts me is exactly where I'm supposed to be to deliver this message. And I'm always like, your grandmother was like, no, you're going to meet Nadia and she's going to tell you about this podcast so you can go tell my baby that I'm okay, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and, and I believe that that is how spirit conspires with us to get these messages for our own healing, mm -hmm. you know, and that she's so proud of you. Like, you are like her baby. And I believe that there were other grandkids, correct? Yeah. 13 of us. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, I couldn't say it then, but no, she's like, no, that was my favorite. <laughs> Sorry, other grandkids. <laughs> Y'all be strong. It's, what's crazy is that I'm not even the oldest. So, mm -hmm. um, my cousins who are older than me, when I found this picture, mm -hmm. um, I just went over, and they're the daughters of my oldest aunt, okay. who is very close to my grandmother. And I would say, there are certain phrases that I said, it's like, oh my God, you just like Julia. <laughs> wow. So they know that relationship was extremely special mm -hmm. um, to, to me mm -hmm. and to her. Right, right. Did the grandfather pass as well? Yeah, he passed away before. Before her. I was uh -huh. five. Okay. They were married though. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. And so she she's letting you know like she she's back with her husband, mm. yeah. And that, and, and like and that's important for her to say that. It is important. Okay. Uh, it's okay. very important. Okay. Okay. That's very important. <laughs> so that's who I'm named after. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's very important because yeah, it it really is important. Okay. Okay. God, my family hears this. <laughs> <laughs> well, bless her. <laughs> Wow. Uh, so yeah, that was very important. Okay. And so those are those are the things that she's bringing up that you know obviously I would know nothing about, yeah. and so she wanted to share them with you so that you know that you it, she she wants to bring up this gospel song. I don't I don't know what it is though, but she's making me bring it up that she's like this is her song, and I don't know that you sing this song. 
feeling everything's gonna be all okay. Right. Okay, well there it is. Well, I got chills. <laughs> I got okay. It's the song I sung. Uh, it's the song I sung at my dad's funeral. Wow, wow. And so she wanted to bring that up because that was like she needed you to know, like I'm there when you sing that song. Uh, Whenever you sing that song, like that is that that is almost like you calling her to you. Mm-hmm. And that and and she's saying, know that everything is gonna be all right. Like that is why she's bringing up the song because she wants you not just to sing it, but to know it, to know that about everything that you are doing, everything is it's already all right. It's already all right. And don't feel like you're straying away from because I'm, I'm feeling like she was um, was she very much into the church and stuff, yeah. And she does not want you to feel like you straying away from anything that you were taught or anything that she like. Mm-mm. She like everything gonna be all right. There's no way that you can know this. Mm-hmm. There's no way in the world that you would know this. And she was just not very into the church. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we were raised church of God and Rice. And mm-hmm. She was. District missionary. Wow. <laughs> Come on, mother. Julia Lexington. Wow. And it's so it's so funny that you say that because oftentimes, you know, in doing this work with soul care community, you sometimes feel like it's so far away from what you were taught, but she's the one who laid that foundation right. for me. Right. Right. And so and that's why because like when spirit gives us stuff. That's why she connected to the song. Like, there's so many things that she could bring up, you know. But these things, like, she is saying, no, bring up the song because I need him to know everything's going to be all right, right? You, you, The feeling you have is absolutely right, okay? And that you're not far off from the teachings. It's just that that our generation, it, believe it or not, it's kind of, we're getting closer to God, mm-hmm. right? Because we're not doing all that middle stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We're kind of like... Yes, I, I love my church. I love my church because I love what my bishop teaches. I love that he's a teacher, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't grow up in the church. So I didn't have a lot of middlemen saying this is going to happen to you or you gay. So you're going, I ain't hear none of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That is not my testimony. Mm-hmm. So when people are struggling with that, I'm like, why are you struggling with that? Like God is in you. You are God. God wants for you what you want for you. Like mm-hmm. makes sense to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. she's saying you're on the right track. You are on the right. Keep doing because the work that you're doing is healing work. It's helping people. It's helping people break the 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 just the the breaking free from religion. You know that it's not just it's not about religion. It's about relationship. You can go to church. You can love your church, but understand that it's not about the religion. It's about the relationship. And we should be learning how to have a relationship with our Creator, whatever whatever that looks like, the God of your understanding, whatever you call it, Buddha, God. Krishna, what you know, Allah doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whatever manifestation. Um, but you, you are on the right track. And she likes it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I feel like he bought to you a piece that you have never known. Never. Mhm. Mhm. And I don't know how y'all met, but I feel like she might have had something to do with it. Could, uh... There are a lot of qualities that he possesses that puts me in the same frame of peace that I had when she was here. Mm-hmm. So when I tell him, um, 
those things about him and at the beginning I would tell them you know I've expressed those things I think it takes this moment for him you to really understand that Mm -hmm. because what Lakara just said is absolutely Mm -hmm. true Um, I believe that Mm. well I thank her for coming through I thank her for um, taking this time with us, I did not expect to uh, be put on the spot, but <laughs> but it's like I said, you're you're absolutely right. If spirit is not there, spirit is not communicating. If I'm not tapped in, I'm not going to do it. But from the moment I walked in, I felt this grandmother presence here, always here, always protecting you, always looking over you. Like you are literally her baby. Like no, it's like no harm is going to come to you. Um, and and it's like you're going to have like, and you probably know this like favor that don't even make sense sometimes. You're like, well, how did I get that? Or how did I? Yeah, you got people like she pulling strings, you know? <laughs> and so that's it. I think that's important for us to know. Um, but take those messages with you that, you know, when you sing about her and you think about her and, you know, she's with you always. <laughs> I said she was the real deal, didn't I? <laughs> I'm I s- slam <laughs> Yes, yes. I know. As you should be. Mm. Um, this is so... Just... For years, um, I would hope that she would appear to me in a dream, come somewhere, because... There's, I can't even express sometimes how much I miss her and I just mm-hmm. want to hear her voice again and uh, this means so much because the things that you were saying I mean are exactly how she was and what she was down to you have me a sweet potato pie <laughs> 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 Because that's one of the first things you said is cook. And I believe that she would bring that up because she specifically would want me to know it is me. Because mm-hmm. I'm the one who taught you that. Yeah. So crazy because my mom, this is my paternal grandmother. Okay. My mom has a recipe of sweet potato pie that I can never follow right. when I'm making it. It's right. always my grandmother's. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and, it, and that's why it was important for her to come. This is why it was important for all of us to be here. Like, mm-hmm. the universe does not do anything out of order, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or out of whack or out of happenstance or anything. That you were holding on to that and that you needed to be free from thinking that she's not with you, that she doesn't hear you, you know. And to know that when it's said and done, like, it's always important. And Spirit always wants us to know, like, we will join them one day. Right. And because of the relationship, like you and your grandmother were soulmates. Okay. And because of that, like when you cross over and you leave this physical body, she's going to be the one that will be there. Like it don't matter what happened with your mama, your daddy, your best friend, your lover. Grandma's saying, I'm going to be there. Now you're going to, she'll take you to everyone else, but she's going to be the one that's there. Okay. But until that time, it's like live Mm -hmm. because that time is inevitable and that time will come. But until that time, live your absolute best life and know that she's always with you. 
always with you. Good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I think I think that's a um, a piece of of wisdom that we can all take with us on this journey. Is like live your absolute best life, even when you have a loved one who has left or departed this physical realm. They're always with us, and that their desire for us is to not stifle our lives because we miss them so much but to Absolutely. continue on our path living our best life until we can reconnect with them absolutely yeah absolutely absolutely so Marion, how do we um how do we honor this moment i think i need to go pick some super <laughs> <laughs> i think you should too. i think that's a great that's a great i think that's a wonderful idea that's it's so funny that you said that because <laughs> I literally at work Friday I asked everybody I was like y'all used to attend the past I said I got I said I just have a strong sense in September to make the past right. I, I just really want to bank them this year well like, you should wow I hope you follow through me too <laughs> oh, let's, really let's, let's all be obedient, obedient. yes let's <laughs> all be in alignment please Come on. I love it. Do as the spirit say. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this has been um, fantastic. It's been more than fantastic. Yes. It's been amazing. And I, I can keep going on and on because um, when we first met each other, Marcus was like, How, when did your grandmother pass away? And I was like, oh, 1999. He was like, you talk about it like it was just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> did wow. you not say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I think you mentioned something on your Facebook today. When you said, I did. He, did. Wow. Oh, he, did. Wow. he said they have they ask you questions on Facebook like okay. when you're sick, what do you do when you're sick? And then, <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you say? He said it in his Geechee. In his Geechee, he said a big soft rack and then he to lay up on. Yes, I did. <laughs> so that means like I want to lay on somebody's breast. Like um, and he said I got that from my he said blame my grandmother. That's what I did. I wow. said blame my granny. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I had memorized that thing, didn't I? You did. <laughs> wow! Like my granny. That's well, that exactly you've been you've been calling her all day, mm-hmm. and then and then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for showing up, Granny. Yeah, I, I mean it. It just makes me feel like a kid again because yeah. that's what I mean. She just made me always feel nurtured and protected and mm-hmm. cared for and not cast away. Mm-hmm. You um, were her baby, mm-hmm. like like not. Even like her physical child, but like mm-hmm. literally in the spirit, you were her child. You know what I mean? And that she was going to care for you as if she had given birth to you. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that. And, and that is what she was a, a part of what she was called to do mm-hmm. in your life because you were going to be doing all of this. Mm-hmm. And you needed that love. You wow. needed that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. You needed that because you were gonna you were gonna harness that and bring that back to the world. Wow. Mm-hmm. Makes so much sense. Yeah. All the sense. Which is why she's confirming that you're on the right path. That it <laughs> don't have to look like the Kojic. It don't have to look like you're doing what you're doing in your lane the way that you're being called to do it. Oh yeah. It makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank yes. y'all for having me. No, thank you for showing up as your full self. Mm-hmm. And I know you were put on the spot, but thank you for your gift. And thank you for availing yourself, you know, to be the channel that spirit can trust to come through and to help all of us um, to move forward and to get peace and to have clarity and to have closure. Thank you. 
we want um, all of our listeners to make sure you support Lakara Foster and her gift and go and check out her web series on YouTube and just tell our listening audience where they can find you, how they can get readings if they want readings and, and the like. Oh, awesome. So you can go to my Lakara Foster Speaks page on Facebook mm-hmm. um, or hit me up on, um, there's a book now on the Facebook page, Lakara Foster Speaks. That's L-A-K-A-R-A-F-O-S-T-E-R Speaks uh, with an S on Facebook. Or you can DM me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. Okay. So yeah, for those that want to read and are interested in having a reading, but definitely, definitely go to the YouTube page. Search Lakara Foster, L-A-K-A-R-A-F-O-S-T-E-R, the gift, and you can get caught up on the episodes. And it's it's been amazing. Like I'm enjoying them. Like I'm, it's like really interesting to watch. <laughs> um, but I'm enjoying every single episode that we're bringing and just being able to to do this in this moment. I know that this is my calling. I know that this is my gift to bring this level of healing to the world. I'm, mm. I'm not confused. I'm convicted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She mm. says she's not confused. She's convicted. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. Mm. That's delicious. <laughs> um, and just uh, also um, let everyone know that she's an author of three books. And if well, just, you know, shout out your book title. So if people want to go and patronize your business. Yeah, books. my books are called um, the latest two are The Grown Woman's Guide to Greatness and God Whispers to the Grown Woman. And so they can hit me up um, with those if they're interested in buying the books as well. And we got some, uh, the website is being built right now. So we'll have some amazing merchandise on the website for people to purchase. And um, just connect with me. Beautiful. Yeah. Let's finish it up with two things. If you finish the phrase, I'll give you the phrase. So okay. God is. God is. That's it. Mm. I'm here for that. (laughs) Okay. And I am. And that's it too. Mm. (laughs) And that is it. We want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much, Lakara, for being here with us today. Absolutely. Um, And we hope you'll come back and join us um, at other times. Thank you guys for listening today. This has been your Soul Care Community Podcast with Nadia Rochelle. And of course, now you know that Marion and Marcus are here. (laughs) So we all want to thank you. And uh, join us again for our our next uh, podcast. Good night. Thank you all so much. Good night. (laughs) Thank you for listening to your Soul Care Companion podcast with your Soul Care Companions, Marcus and Marion. Stay connected with the Soul Care community at Your Soul Care Community on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast for all new episodes.